everyone. Welcome to today's episode. We are so lucky and honored to have TikToker and former Sway House boy, Griffin Johnson, on the podcast. Griffin, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing. I'm doing. <laughs> We're making it happen. I know. We really appreciate you coming on. Um, we ran into you, or my sister ran yes. into you at the airport. Like <laughs> Miami the- airport. <laughs> That it was it Miami yeah. Airport. I yes, didn't know which it was. one it was, and you were so yeah. nice. So I really appreciate you for coming on. Of course, yeah. I told her I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll come on. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what I'm about to do, but I'll be there. So you're traveling a lot, right? Is that what you're doing yeah. right now? Where are you traveling? Yep. Oh, I mean, everywhere, like in North America. I haven't left the country actually ever. Um, I just got back from Michigan and Colorado. This weekend, I'm going to Georgia. Uh, then I go to back home to Illinois and, and Indy for the Indy 500. Um, I don't know. I'm all over LA. <laughs> yeah. so just depends. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So then, where are you zooming us from today? I'm in Miami. I'm on my place in Miami. Nice. Jealous. <laughs> Super jealous. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, for the people that are listening and don't know a lot about your background, could you tell us a bit about where you grew up and what your childhood was like? Yeah, um, let's see. I grew up in a little, little small town. It's called Paris, Illinois. I know you've probably heard of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> nah, kidding. <laughs> uh, it's like a little farm town in southern Illinois. And uh, I don't know, that, that was pretty much the lifestyle, you know, like the little farm town kid. Um, went to a school of like, I think we had like 450 people probably. Um, and that was how I grew up, like working working in the farms. Uh, I worked in uh, in a steel factory. Um, I worked in a corn mill, which is like they like make like the Kellogg's like Frosted Flakes and macaroni and like all that stuff. So that was like me growing up. <clears throat> wow. wow. So then you have hard work ethic then. Um, you know, I wouldn't say I was like the best factory worker, <laughs> um, but I definitely have done a lot of it. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, I used to build houses like that. It was like a brick mason. Um, I don't know. I did all kinds of stuff, really. Yeah, no, that's so cool. So then what was it about growing up that made you want to go to nursing, go into the nursing school? Well, you know, like the, the little farm town place, it's it's pretty common. You go to a college, you get a nine to five and you try to either be like a lawyer, a doctor, like a vet, like something like that. Um and I don't know, I just liked nursing because I wanted to do anesthesia. So um, I really liked drugs and chemistry, um, <laughs> but the good kind. And uh, yeah, that's what I was really trying to do with my nursing degree. That's really cool. Okay, so when did you first download TikTok and post your first video? <sighs> yeah, so I love telling this story. So I had a buddy, um, I didn't really use social media like growing up. I was like the dude that posted like, uh, a fishing picture and like maybe like a hunting picture like twice three times a year maybe um and I had this friend his name was Chris Biddle and for some reason I don't know he saw something that I I didn't I guess which is pretty pretty wild um and he wanted me to do modeling first and I was like no 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 like I hate taking pictures I suck at that <laughs> um and then he was like well you should get on TikTok and you can make money so at the time like I heard money um and i was like a broke super broke college kid um so if i could get you know 50 bucks and some beer money i was like yeah this is dope (laughs) um so yeah i just started posting on there randomly that was when tiktok wasn't that cool 
Um, and it was like that weird musically transition. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a really weird time in TikTok for sure. Yeah. So when was your first video that went viral? So <clears throat> I kind of like, I, luckily I kind of went crazy right off the bat. So I posted like, um, my first video was like, um, my buddy Chris had a little like puppy, uh, Sheba, when I was like Doge Dogs. And I did like the trend where it's like, I just flipped the switch. <laughs> and it was like, it went from me to like me with a puppy. Um, so that was like my first one. And he was like, you should do this one. Because uh, I didn't know what to do. Wow, that's crazy. That is really cool. So when was the first time that someone came up to you and was like, oh, I know you? <laughs> um, I think it was like, so I started in like February of... 2019 mm -hmm. um and i went to playlist live in orlando and chris went with me it was pretty funny i uh hadn't been in an airplane in like probably six years at that point um and he went to orlando with me and that was the first time i think i had like a hundred thousand followers um which was a little different at the time because tiktok was not as big as it is now um but yeah that was like the first time was when i went there Wow. And when, when you went there, was that kind of when you realized, oh, I can maybe make a living off this or go to LA? Or when was it that you realized <laughs> you needed to go? So uh, it's funny you say that. I didn't really, I still didn't know really much at that point. Um, but when I went to Playlist Live, I met a guy um, who was a manager. And that's like when I met like Josh and Sam Hurley. Um, who else was there? Peyton Moremeyer, Lil Huddy. Um, kind of like our initial group, uh, Jaden Hostler was there. Um, and at the time I had like two of my best buddies. One of them's name is Elmo. Some people, um, he kind of like started off on TikTok. He was like the pioneer. Um, and he was best friends also with Anthony Reeves, like love Anthony and love Anthony lived in Kentucky. Me and him were like super good buddies. Um, so he was the one that kind of like brought me in and, uh, helped me out and then we met that manager who set up the lights out tour for summer of 2019 uh, that's crazy so when you get to LA what did you do first and how did you what did you go from man. oh man um I'd never been to LA in my life for the first time so we did this tour the guy that was managing it lived in like Orange County so um I remember the first time I flew out there for like a week it was like uh Jaden Peyton, Bill Huddy, uh, Christopher Romero. Um, we had a buddy, Diego. I don't know. There was like a handful of us. Um, and that was my first time there. And I just remember like growing up, I thought it was like the crazy town, which it is. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was a lot crazier than what it was. Like, um, I don't know. It was, I, I guess from the Midwest, you think of it as like the freak show, um, which it is, but in a different way than I imagined. <laughs> So that was the first time. Wow, that's a big change for sure. So then how did the Sway House come about? Right. So we went on that tour. That was, like I said, summer of 2019. We went on the tour with like, uh, I don't know, half the group. I think we were missing like Bryce. Um, obviously, Noah wasn't there at the time. Uh, and Blake wasn't there or Quentin. So it would have been Josh, Jaden, Anthony, um, me, of course, and then uh, am I missing anyone? No, 
no, that was that was the start of it there. Um, so we knew each other going in after that tour. Like I said, we were all broke. Um, like we didn't make any money at that time. So Bryce Hall lived in LA already. He lived. He had a house there with like Taylor Holder. Um, so afterwards, he invited all of the guys to um, come live with them because we didn't have a place to stay. And I went back to college. So that would have been, what, August of 2019, going into my junior year of college. Um, and they all stayed there. It was like Josh and Peyton Moormeyer. Uh, Jaden lived there, like a few others. Um, and then uh, they met Michael Gruen because Bryce was friends with Michael Gruen. And Michael was like talking to all the guys about starting a house. Um, so him and Josh kind of schemed that up. <laughs> and I think I got a call. I remember signing a contract when we started Talent X. That was like November going into the new year. Um, and they were like, dude, you got to move to this house. Like, you know, Josh was like, we, we would like, we need you there. Um, so then I decided of like December of 2019 going into that new year on Christmas break. And they're like, we got a house. We're working on getting a house. Um, we're all going to move in together. So then I had to randomly tell my parents I was moving to LA, which that was fun. Um, <laughs> cause I was at the time I was like already, um, almost three years down of nursing school. So my parents were like, what are you talking about? Um, but yeah, I moved there and that was when we, we started January 3rd of 2020, wow. I think third or fourth. Wow. That's crazy. And where did the name Sway come from? <laughs> oh, um, I can't remember the outlet. We had like, uh, I think a New York times article coming out. Yeah. And you know, it's like, we were all just a bunch of shitheads. Like we didn't, <laughs> they kept saying like, come up with a name, come up with a name. And we were just kind of like blowing it off. <laughs> Um, and then they're like, you have an article that's coming out in the morning. So they started looking up like names that were like, like anonyms, uh, or not anonyms, synonyms for cool. <laughs> and we, they're looking at like, we're, we're just looking on like, um, like, uh, the dictionary app or whatever, like synonyms of cool synonyms <laughs> of swag, uh, you know, things like that. And like sway came up and it was like. Sway, I guess, meant cool to some people. And it also was like to, I guess, persuade people or something. I don't know what they were thinking exactly, but they're like, yo, what do you guys think about Sway? And then we kind of left it like half undecided. And then the article came out and it was like Sway House. Oh, so that's what we got. That's what we stuck with. And at first we were all kind of like, why, bro? Um, and then it stuck. So it worked out. That's crazy. So then you were in nursing school while you're in the Sway house. How did you balance that? Oh, God. <laughs> um, I always tell this story. It's funny, actually. So, like, I had to switch um, my degree because I couldn't do nursing. I couldn't do clinicals and all of that in Cali. I tried to do it through, like, a community college. Um, but honestly, I, I say this. The, the teachers, the nursing teachers in my school were assholes. <laughs> Um, and they wouldn't work with me. Thank God there's a guy named Greg, uh, Greg Beerley, Dr. Greg Beerley. Um, and he's like basically saved me. He's the reason I graduated. So oh, shout out to Greg oh. Beerley. Um, but yeah, so then I had to switch to business online. Um, and that's pretty much, I just like, I remember Sunday afternoons, like there'd be like little parties and stuff going on at the house. There'd be a bunch of like girls at the pool. The guys are like, everyone's like, you know, drinking and having a good time. And I'm sitting there in my room. Cause I live downstairs by the pool. 
like my door is open to the pool so everyone's screaming music playing i'm like sitting on my computer on quizlet like looking up all the answers that's so impressive you were able to do that that's oh amazing. it's the worst yeah. so, sometimes i even did it at the pool like where everyone's partying like getting splashed with water when i'm taking a test like, <laughs> okay so can you take us through an average day in the sway house you know I've been asked this before. The reason why it's hard is because we always were just doing like straight up hooligan stuff. Um, I will say some of my favorite memories, um, just because like the day to day was just so like, yeah. um, so crazy. I like, how can I even explain this? Uh, this will sum it up for you. Um, when I'd have people come visit, they'd be like, yo, do you have any like drinks or water? And you'd open the fridge and it was just like white claws. That was it. <laughs> Um, so that'll kind of explain to you, like, think of like a heightened frat house yeah, in Bel Air. Yeah, totally. Um, but my fate, one of my favorite memories was we, Nick Bean got us uh, like this $800 Honda Civic. Me and him went and picked it up as like a prank for Bryce for getting him like a new car. And uh, I ended up driving that thing and it was like a beater, like spray painted, rusted, the worst. Um, and me and the boys would load up in it all the time and go down to the gas station um, that was down at the bottom of the hill. That was one of my favorites for sure. I missed that car. Oh, that's so sweet. Would y'all have like a schedule for creating content or would it just be like randomly throughout the day? You're just like, let's make a TikTok or. I mean, we couldn't even schedule when we wanted to eat. So like <laughs> we didn't have a schedule at all. It was like, we all just pretty much did everything together. Cause it was quarantined. It was COVID. Mm -hmm. um, so we were just forced inside. So. I mean, basically, it would be like, yo, you want to film a video? No. <laughs> like, that was about it, really. Yeah, that makes sense. When quarantine hit and COVID hit, did you think that made it easier for you to be posting more content in that transition? Or what was kind of the obstacles with that? I always say it's like a double-edged sword, really. Yeah. Because um, obviously, like, quarantine forced people to be indoors and watch our content more. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like two things, like, yeah, we didn't get to experience as much. Like we didn't get to go to concerts and make public appearances and do all of that stuff that we could have done. Um, but also I don't think that we would have had like the exposure and the eyeballs and the hype um, to the extent that we had with quarantine. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of like, you know, it's a double-edged sword day. Yeah, no, I mean, I totally remember just like sitting on my bed, like scrolling <laughs> for TikTok. TikTok. That's all I would do every day. I know. Oh my God. Oh, goodness. So what made you decide to move out of the Sway house? You know, it wasn't really like, I, are you talking about like the original house or are you yes. saying like at the end? Um, so the original house was, um, I mean, basically it came down to, we were just getting like crazier and crazier and crazier together. Um, you know, it's just like anything you see, like even like the David Dobrik stuff you've seen, like his videos were just getting so crazy that bad things were starting to happen. Um, and it's not like you mean for it. It's not like you're you're just trying to entertain people and do your job and do better and make better content. Um, and it just got to the point, you know, the guys uh, got in trouble um, with that arrest and all of that stuff. And, you know, it just kind of came to the point. It's like if you want to have any serious career and be an actual adult and human being, you're going to have to like, break up and not cause so much chaos. So, um Josh and Jaden moved out first. They got a they got a house in like Apian Way or something like that. Um, and then we all just kind of like slowly dispersed. I mean, Bryce was the last one to leave the house. Um, and that was like, <laughs> yeah, after that, we all kind of split up and like 
you had one house, it was like Noah Blake and Bryce, and then another house, it was like Josh, Jaden, Anthony, Quentin, and I. Um, so we kind of just like broke up, and then Keo uh, went and stayed with Vinny at the APN White House. Hmm. Um, are you still close with any of the boys? I would say I'm pretty much close with all of them still. Um, I mean, I think like I, for the most part, I've been a pretty good peacemaker and being friends with everyone. Um, obviously, I wish we could still all be closer, but um, I think for my side, I'm chilling. Like we're all, I pretty much talk to everyone mm-hmm. still pretty frequently. Yeah, and this is kind of back to the beginning, but how would y'all like pick boys <coughs> who like came into the house, like Noah and Blake? Like, how would that come into fruition? Like, how did how did they move in? Like, how did y'all decide to like have them come be a part of it? You know, it wasn't really as like extensive as a process as people would think. Like, people would be like, "Oh, like let me in the sway house," and they would think that it was like a whole system of like we sat there and judged like how well they could like flex their abs and like how well, you know. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. Um, actually, we didn't really have any, like, I wouldn't say we had that much say about it. We were just like, oh, yeah, they're cool. Um, and, like, Blake joined because he was, like, the musically guy. Um, he had reached out kind of, I think, to either Gruen or Bryce uh, and came to the house. And, like, I loved, I loved Blake. Like, Blake's always been my boy. I think everyone just, like, we mingled with him well. Uh, obviously, he fit the look really well. Yeah, and it started off like how it happened was they it would start off with them like coming to hang out for a week, and then they just like never left. That was the same for Blake. That was the same for Quentin, um, and that was the same for Noah. Because um, I know like Gruen brought Noah in, um, like saw him on TikTok. I think it was interesting, and like because um, he was kind of blowing up on his own, and he was doing his own thing and doing well. And after that, once again, like he came to stay and never left. And that's pretty much just how it happened. It wasn't like anything crazy. Yeah, that's, so cute. That's really cool. I love that. <laughs> so after the Sway house, you moved into the Sway gaming house. How was that experience different? Oh, right. <clears throat> I forgot about this chapter. <laughs> um, so that was what? Keo, Vinny, um, Quentin, and me. Yes um that was a good time honestly we, we've talked about it before like um there's actually like a crazy thing so we weren't there very long it was like a couple weeks um and it was probably the most like laid back like best times that I, I had had in a long time just because things were finally mellowed out um because like you know Keo, Quentin, Vinny and I is like a very like chill group so I just remember us sitting in the kitchen like cooking dinner together it'd be like Gruen, um, because he lived in there too. It'd be like Gruen, Keo, Q, uh, and like Vinny would be riding a skateboard in the living room for some reason. <laughs> um, you know, something like that. And we would just be cooking burgers in the kitchen. Um, we were like probably that was the closest I'd been with like just wholesome mm-hmm. time with the guys. Uh and then <clears throat> we all ended up having to move out. Um and then that was kind of like a weird part because Everyone was stuck with, like, where to move. Um, and that's really where Vinny fell out of the group. And it still, like, bothers me to this day. Um, because we were trying to – he had just moved out. We had just convinced his parents. Because um, I loved Vinny, like, so much. We used to – I used to have such a good time messing with him. But uh, he kind of got screwed in that situation because 
we were all scrambling, like, where are we going to live? Where are we going to move? Like, um, we still didn't have, like, really a ton of money at that time. Um, and, yeah, he kind of got screwed out of it, and that's why he's in, like, the hype house and stuff now, mm. um, which makes me super sad. But uh, that's that's pretty much what happened. It was just a scramble to try to find a place to live, um, and that's just how it came down. Yeah, It sucked. It yeah. sucked a lot. Oh, that's really that's yeah, really that sweet sad. to hear and you know it's kind of like you can't trust everything that you see on social media and right so how do you how do you deal with that when you see these things and you know that they're not real? it's not really how it went down well you know there was a there was a point where i was like the most hated person on the internet so after that like i used to, like obviously when it first happened it literally ran me nuts uh Cause I had always been like a pretty, I would say a pretty like chill, nice guy. Um, never really made a lot of enemies, had a bunch of friends. Like I was friendly with everyone. So that was the hardest thing for me is I was like, I had like a complex, I guess, of like making sure that everyone liked me. Um, and I would say that moment probably changed me the most out of, yeah, I'd say it probably changed me the most out of anything in life. Um, of just like giving, not giving a crap about, I guess, what people think about you. Um, and I, I think it's more of like, I just became numb to it more than I was like, okay with it. So it just carries on now. It's like, I'm so used to it. It's like, oh, I've seen literally, I, I remember there was a time when I was getting a hundred thousand hate comments per video. Like I've literally gotten millions and millions and millions of those comments. So it's just like, it's a dime a dozen now. Wow. I know because... <laughs> We, you know, you see that stuff, and then Caroline. No, you were like so genuine. Yeah, like, you were literally like, the nicest. So oh, nice. thank you. No, I yeah, just like kept talking I, about. I, it. I was like, that. social media just portrayed that so wrong because I was yeah. like, you were so genuine. <laughs> well, you know, it's like, it's just like anything else. It's like, um, you know, the biggest sharks are the ones that get on top, and the people that try to be nice and just, you know, chill out and be genuine and just get trampled. That's just how it goes. Mm -hmm. Um, sadly, in the, in the entertainment business, it's like the biggest sharks. Those are the ones. Those are the ones that win. It's just how it is. It's how the industry is. Uh, it's how the game goes. I just, uh, I guess, I'm not very good at playing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think no, that's true. Right. I don't think that's true. But while we're on the subject, <laughs> we're we've got to hear about the dish track that you that right? you made called Convenient. So right. What was kind of the thought process behind that and why did you release it? Um, usually when people ask me that, I say like, no, there wasn't a thought process. Um, no, but realistically, I don't know. It was like at that time, I couldn't really speak on the internet without getting absolutely crushed. Um, so I was like, you know what? The only thing I can do is put out a song and at least I'm going to make some money off of it. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty much like my thing. It was like, I, I couldn't really speak. So I was like, I don't know what to do. I think I was sitting one night talking and I'm like, like, this is going to be ballsy, but why don't you just make a diss track? And I actually made it. <clears throat> I held on to it for a long time because I would always be like, there'd be one day I'd wake up and be like, screw it. I'm going to drop it. I don't care. <laughs> and then I would eat lunch or something. And I'd be like, dude, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> um, and then there was one day, it was like after many, many days of still getting hated on, like the media, the press, the comments, like everyone just crashing down, like boom, 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 boom. Um, I kind of just broke down and did it. I don't think I was really thinking. I was just kind of like, it was more like a desperate thing. 
it was like, you know, you couldn't speak, you couldn't do anything. Um, what are you going to do? So, um, that was what I did. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't say I regret it. I, I think that if I didn't do it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset. But now that I did, I don't like, I wouldn't take it back obviously. Cause I can't. Mm-hmm. Did, did Bryce and Josh help <coughs> you write the lyrics? Cause I know they have their own diss track. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they didn't. Um, the, the band 303, I don't know. Are you familiar with them? Um, three, yeah, I think I've seen them maybe somewhere before. Yeah, so they helped me. They they obviously didn't know what it was about. They yeah. Didn't know what I was talking about. But yeah, they helped me uh, put it together. Dang. That's kind of, that's legit that's then. Cool. That's pretty legit. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, we kind of did it like uh, together. They they did a good job of helping me um, frame the words in the way that I wanted Oh, um, but it was it was it was fun it was like a good like group effort um and i enjoyed the process honestly it was yeah, fun yeah therapeutic <laughs> yeah very yeah very so people might not know this but you're also an actor so tell us about um Attaway general and how you, oh, got on that. <laughs> you know i had to ask it you know um that was like still the early days like i was saying we still didn't have a lot of money um, cause like during quarantine, none of the brands and stuff were spending, we were getting a lot of views, but obviously no one was in the office. No one was really working. Um, so when that deal came to me, I was like, it was more about the money for me. Yeah. Um, and like, I've always been interested in acting. I actually have my first movie coming out June 29th. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it was funny you said that. Um, so like now I'm like producing, I've sold like three shows and two movies this year. So, um, that's like what I'm doing now, but Attaway General, yeah, it was more like I I didn't know at the time. Like I was very ignorant to the industry. I didn't know. Like I, I just thought it was money and it was going to be something cool to do. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, obviously, people have seen it. It got a lot of memes and stuff made out of it. Uh, but I thought it was fun. I didn't. I, I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> but. If it makes you feel better, I did watch every episode. So, you know, I, it was during <laughs> no, I mean, COVID. I, had, I needed to watch something. So I watched it. So if it makes you feel better. Yeah, I never watched a single episode, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> so then can you tell us a bit about your movie that's coming out? I, I'm sure people would want oh, to yeah. hear about it. Um, so this one, it's funny. You know the song like Diamond in the Rough yeah. on TikTok? So it's funny that the title is actually Diamond in the Rough. Yeah. It's a golf comedy um so it's gonna it's like it's more of a rom-com so um but leaning heavily towards the comedy side it has like um you know david koshner from the office and um anchorman uh sam b she's from uh uh good luck charlie oh my god um who else uh there's a guy named andy cohen he did it he's done a bunch of episodes on Grey's anatomy and instead NCIS Hawaii, I think you just did. Um, Carolyn, <laughs> she's, yeah, there's a lot of people anyways. I can't go through the entire list, but yeah. <laughs> it's got a lot of uh, great talent on it. Um, a lot of cool people. Rizwan from Shits Creek. Um, and it's just super funny. It's going to be a good lighthearted one. It was uh, with a, a, a production company, Creator Plus. Um, and I, they, I'm producing it as well, so... Wow. Um, they they wow. took care of me. It was super fun. And uh, June 29th, baby. That's the day. That's so wow. Exciting. And where will it be? Where can we watch it? 
so right now it's it's going to be premiering in LA. It's going to be um, in some theaters uh, throughout. Like I I don't have all of the locations yeah, no, you're yet. Good. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be in theaters like the week before. Um, and then right now it's streaming on Creator Plus, their platform, and uh, it's kind of how the industry works in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, you can like do the premiere on your platform and then you sell it to the streamers. So, um, it's still got a little bit of time. They're working on figuring out which like streaming platform it's going to be on. Um, but that's kind of the system right now. Awesome. Well, every, yeah, everyone, June 29th, get get ready. Get (laughs) ready. June 29th. That's right. Kind of switching topics. This has been a kind of current, um, topic in pop culture right now, just the Jade and Nessa situation. Can you give us any updates on any of that? Yeah, so, you know, Dave, I don't know if you guys saw, but Dave called me BFS yeah. the other day. Yeah, we day. saw it. <laughs> um, he called me, like, the true speaker or something like that. Um, just putting that on my resume, like I said <laughs> yeah, on the podcast. Uh, I, You know, I've been, I, I moved to Miami, like, over a year ago now. Uh, so I'm a little bit out of the, the whole realm. Um, I'm not really sure exactly what happened there. Obviously, I know that they had their problems and now they're broken up. Um, but that's really, that's really it. Uh, you, know, you, just, me, you just followed what, him back on Instagram, Jaden. Yeah. yeah. Well, I kind of explained like, um, and I'm going to explain myself more cause I saw the comments after, um, they were saying like, Oh, like you made videos and stuff with Nessa. It was like, you ever had someone that's like your best friend and they date someone and you're friends with that person while they're dating. Yes. But then when they're not dating, you didn't care about them. You were just forced to be around them. Like, yes. it's not that you, it's not that you hate them actually. Like, it's not like, Oh, I hate you. It's just like, I didn't actually care. It's yeah. just like, you were dating my best friend. Therefore I was friends with you, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be friends with you if you weren't dating him ever. <laughs> so yeah. that was kind of the thing. I think I did a bad job of like explaining it. I was like, ah, I just don't give a shit. <laughs> Um, which I guess technically I don't, but that was pretty much the situation. And Jaden was like, I mean, we used to sleep, uh, in Maddie Monroe's back house on a couch together for, you know, we went to Kentucky and we traveled, like we did so many things in the beginning. Um, you know, it was like a best friend. It was like someone in experiences you can't really replace. Yeah. And I said like, although we're not, I'm not going to be like homies because Josh is like, became probably my best friend mm-hmm. and one of my best friends in the entire world. Like I'm not going to be homies with you, but, um, you know, I still do care. Um, cause I'm not a piece of crap. So yeah. of course I still care. So that's why I followed him back. Yeah, that definitely makes Um, sense. cause like, you know, he does music now, but I remember like we should do TikTok lives and like play guitar and stuff on TikTok live. And he would sing and like play piano, like before he ever decided to do music. So, you know, it's like, He's, he's one of the OGs, man. I, I want to see how his career develops, oh. um, obviously. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. That is cool. So what has been your craziest <clears throat> celebrity run-in? Man, um, this is a tough question. You know, I've met, I've been blessed to meet a lot of people. Um, I'm trying to think. I saw this question on the board and I was trying to think of an answer and I was like, oh, it'll definitely come to me. <laughs> I don't, I don't really know. Or just a favorite. A favorite. Yeah. Or recent. Um, I would say, I would say Vin Diesel, probably one of the nicest, one of the nicest guys ever. Um, 
I didn't, I didn't have a passport at the time, so I didn't actually get to go to his house, but Josh and them did, but I've like interacted with him um, and talked to him on the phone multiple times. It's been super, super, super nice. And he kind of brought the boys in and took care of all of us. So I would say that's one of the best, um, you know, interactions I've had, like just in general and the best mm-hmm. like connections I've uh, had with, uh, I guess, a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um but one of my favorites, I would say just probably David Koshner. I mean, he's a legend. He's hilarious. Um, we got to do the movie together. He was there for a few days. Um, 10 out of 10 guy. I actually learned a lot from him. Um, he was super nice uh, to me and helped me out. So um, that was one of my favorites. We saw you hang out with um, Taylor Fritz a couple of weeks ago. We're big mm. tennis stars. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember you talked about tennis. Fritz is like one of my best buddies in oh the world. Oh my god, that's Fritz so and, cool. Yeah, Fritz and Riley. Um, yes, Riley Opeka. Yeah. Yep, yeah, big old Riley man, seven foot. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I talk to them like every day. Oh, oh that's god. so cool. Yeah, yeah, those are my those are my my buddies for sure. Where uh, I went to. Um, what, what match was that here in Miami? It, Miami it was like, Open. yeah, Miami yeah. Open, duh. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was a good time. Like, that was my first time getting to watch them live, so that was super dope. Uh-huh. Um, but they've been crushing it, they've yeah, been crushing crazy. it. Yeah, he won Miami Open, that was crazy. Our brother, yeah. our brother's a big tennis, he's like all over the place. Yeah. He's going to California this summer, Florida, so yeah, he we love. <laughs> oh, wow, Fritz. okay, yeah. so I, I remember you said that big yeah. tennis. Yes. Tennis fan. Yes. yes. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Okay. So what is the coolest collaboration you have been asked to do? Like collab from a creator or a brand standpoint? Just either. either. Oh, man. I would say my favorite. Uh, I was just thinking about this earlier. So have you seen like Splash Water? Yeah. Like, and they have like lemon and mixed berry, like all those different flavors. So I built a Jeep with Splash and they sponsored the Jeep. And like, I have like a refrigerator and everything in my Jeep. Um, and they helped like, like build it and sponsored it. So that's like my, probably my favorite brand collab ever, Whoa, that's really obviously. Cool. Um, so that was super, super dope, super nice of them. Um, and you know, that's probably something uh, I'll never forget. So that would be my, my best brand. I would say one of my favorite like collabs is A-Rod. Um, <laughs> went to his house in Miami and uh, collabed with him. That was a super, super fun one. Um, and he was like super nice. His house was dope. I was, was about to say, yeah, I, I bet his house is sick. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good one for sure. That's cool. Okay, so we just have a couple of questions left. Um, who is someone that follows you on social media that still kind of surprises you? The Yankees. Oh, that's cool. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorites. That's like one of my claim to fames is the Yankees follow me. Wow. Wow, that is really cool. And you kind of answered this earlier, but how, I guess, do you deal with the negativity that comes along with content creation? Do you think that now you're just numb to it or is there a mental process to it? Um, yeah, so like I said, people ask this a lot, obviously, because it's a big issue. Mm-hmm. I think the real answer is there is no answer. Um, it sucks. Like at the end of the day, like, uh, no one can say they're too tough, uh, to ignore all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like I said, you just eventually, you know, you know, it's out there, you know, what happens, you know, everyone goes through it. Um, and just kind of re- realizing, reflecting on that, that like, yeah. you're worried about 
what everyone else thinks of you, why everyone else is worried about what they think of themselves. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, you've probably heard that before from people, but it's really true. It's like, everyone is worried about themselves. They're self you know, like yeah. they're self-absorbed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're worried. They're worried about what people are thinking of them. They're yeah. not like, they're not worried about like you. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the thing that I eventually like uh, figured out. And obviously the people that, leave hate comments have serious mental issues yeah. like i've never even thought of commenting on someone's post and been like oh no. like i hate you oh you look fat like <laughs> that, like even when i was a kid i know for a fact that that never would have even crossed my mind no. so um i'm sorry to people that feel that way i'm sorry for the childhood issues that you've had um and i hope you get better yeah, <laughs> yeah that's basically yeah i know all right, so if you could do it all again, is there anything you would change or choose not to do? Absolutely not. Um, I've made a bunch of mistakes, obviously. Uh, I've done a lot of great things as well. Um, I think they balance themselves out in a great mm-hmm. way, and I've been able to to use every loss, um, probably more than every win. And, uh, you know, it's blossomed into a really fun and cool career for me, helped me figure out what I want to do, what I don't. Um, so I would definitely not change anything, even though my brain's telling me shut up. Yes, you would. Uh, I wouldn't do it. I really wouldn't. I like that answer. Yeah, That's really cool. And one last question before we have a fun, like quick pick thing. Okay. What advice do you have to, you know, kids that are younger than you that want to be in the content creation business? Yeah. So, um, as you guys know, the, the space is super saturated more now than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's either two things. You either, A, got to be super unique and different, um, and, or B, you have to be super consistent mm-hmm. um, and do something you love, like genuinely. I know people say that, but genuinely something you can do every single day and post content because posting content is a lot more work than people think. Yeah. So um, it's either A or B, and if you have both, you're going to be a star. So um that's pretty much the key to success, in my opinion. Yeah, that's I great love advice. it. Yeah, that's good advice. Wow. Okay, so now we have a couple quick picks. We will pick one or the other answer. So who would you rather hang out with, Bryce or Josh? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, can I specify, like, what, yes, what's, the yes. what's, the, what's the setting I'm hanging out with them? Because like hanging out with them is two very see. different things. Hmm. Give us, give us what the two answers yeah, would be. give us the two answers. So if I were going to go out on a like full sand bender, like we're going crazy. Uh, I would bring Bryce, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Like, that's what Bryce does. Like if I'm going to have like a really good genuine time with someone and like go do something we like are both really going to enjoy, I would probably bring Josh. Not saying that I don't enjoy things with Bryce. It's just like Josh is more tame. Yeah. More, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's more level um across the board bryce is bryce is a polarizing character he's, he is who he is so yeah, that makes um, sense. it depends what we're doing yes good answer which house did you think was better old sway or new sway oh hands down old sway it's like not even a competition <laughs> who is the messiest in the sway house Jaden or bryce <sighs> you know bryce is super clean really super clean what? i don't I don't remember his room ever being dirty. Like most of the guys are pretty clean. I would say the two messiest were Josh and Jaden, and they <laughs> they lived in uh, the same room. Oh, that might um, be the that, like craziest thing you've said all yeah, day. Is that Bryce is yeah. yeah, Bryce is super clean. Oh super gosh. clean. Okay, favorite platform, Instagram or TikTok? 
Uh, TikTok. I think TikTok, you know, provides way more careers. Uh, and I don't know. I just love what it's given everyone in the world. Mm-hmm. Favorite spot, Saddle Ranch or Boa? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I want to say Saddle Ranch, but Boa, Paul and Boa, um, he's really taken care of me every single time I've been in there. And Saddle Ranch, they have like, they didn't, I don't know. I feel like they didn't take care of us as much, like, as far as like the actual, like, entity itself. Yeah. Like Jeff, Tanya, like, the workers were amazing at Saddle Ranch. Like, that we're on homies with them, but Boa itself took care of us really well. So, uh, <laughs> probably still Saddle Ranch, but it's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> and then, which podcast would you rather listen to, BFFs or Call Her Daddy? Um, which one would I rather listen to? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love messing with Alex Cooper. Like, I feel like we've had a really, like, interesting uh, dynamic. Um, but, like, I don't really give a shit about her, like, what she says. Yeah. I would much rather watch BFS. Yeah. We agree. We, we agree. agree. Yeah. Dave kills yeah. me. He's, He's so, so funny. funny. Dude, you know, don't get me wrong. I love Alex. Like, yeah. she's, she's, like, a cool person. She's funny. Um, but, like. That's just not anything I care about. Yeah. <laughs> Dave is so funny. He yeah, like, makes us die laughing. I know. Oh, uh, yeah. He's the best. I mean, you don't get any more cutthroat than that. No, no, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> oh, well, Griffin, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, I really loved hearing yes, what you had to say. So You're just, and I hope everyone can realize how genuine that you are because yeah. you really are. Thank You're so you. kind and yeah. genuine. Thank and you. You took the time to come and speak with us today, which is so nice. Yeah. And we just thank you so much. Yeah. I told you I'd make it happen. I know. I, I know you did. I don't lie. You did. Hey, you heard Dave. I don't lie. <laughs> yes. Tell him the you, truth. That yeah. is true. You put it to the resume. Put yes, it to the resume. I'm, but, I'm yeah. two for two. I, you are. You are. And we will be looking for your movie on yes. June 29th. We'll make sure to post thank about you. it yes. once the date comes closer as well. But. <laughs> thank you, guys. You're I welcome. It. You're welcome. Bye, Griffin. Bye.